Please note that nothing in this podcast should ever be taken as personal financial advice. And if you are seeking financial advice, reach out as we work with professionals in the industry. And welcome back to yet another episode of the Finance Bible Podcast. You're joined by myself, co-host Zeke, and fellow co-host Mr. Don. Thank you for the introduction, mate. Today we've got a very surprise wildcard guest on this very sunny day. Don, take the reins. Grace, Grace Kim, great to have you on board. You've been in the finance industry for now 12 months. Hey guys, it's lovely to be here on your podcast. I've heard a lot of things about it. I've also listened into a few of your podcasts and they're, they're great stuff. Yeah, thanks Grace. I think it'll be good to have a chat with you today just because, like I said, 12 months ago, you came onto the finance industry with no actual previous experience. Good to have you on. Let's get into it. We've been trying to get you on this podcast for a while and you finally given in today. Well, so. I'm a busy woman. <laughs> there you have it. She's busy. We've heard it all. Now, Grace, tell me, we're just going to jump straight into it. Let's get into your background. Tell us a little bit about just you growing up and what you learned about finances before getting into the industry and, and stuff like that. Just tell us what you knew prior to us, prior to the role you're in. Well, when I was younger, when I started making money, um, I like read so many different like articles and stories where they say that it's, it's hard to make money in this time and age well, especially cool. in sydney because expensive it's yeah very expensive and they say you know if you save more than a thousand dollars like you're doing so much better than the you know from the age group mm. yes because everyone lives paycheck to paycheck right she's exactly. got on the hustle kind of from there yeah started the start of the journey we'll say so yeah and then so there's there's ways to make money now but it's still hard. So were you working one job, two jobs, three jobs? Were you, what was your day-to-day like when you started out? Um, I'd always just stick to one because I'd study, but I feel like Very good. you just go in and out of different things, side hustles. What are, what are some side hustles that you've been doing? They want to make, do you want to make money working at a bar or? Well, where, where we first met you, or not us, a few people from work was, one of your side hustles selling cigars. This is true. You are yeah, the king of this side This is literally hustles. how we got introduced to you. Please don't make it as if it's an illegal thing. It's not. It's not. Okay, good. So yeah, tell, you talk to us about like that. You make me sound like a cigar pimp. <laughs> were you just working there or you had another job, didn't you, at the time? Um, yes, I did. I was working at a stone business Ooh. and I was just doing this because who doesn't, when there's nothing to do, especially in lockdown and... Get a bit of extra dough. Exactly. Yeah. So I just did that while clubs weren't open. When clubs are open. Yeah, when clubs are <laughs> open. A bit of a club rat. Is the, uh, is the side hustle out the window when you're going back to party town? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. Oh, that's good. Now, Grace, you grew up in Sydney, you went to a nice school. Did you learn anything about finances at school? Or was it just literally the closest thing was maths, algebra? Oh I'm keen to hear this answer. Yeah, what, go on, the floor is yours. I hated school. And I, and, I, and I hated that we learnt about equations when I have mm. not used equations ever ever after school. Maybe if someone wants to be an engineer, you'll use an equation, but not, all, not everyone wants to be an engineer. Can confirm. Exactly. So I wish all we learnt was briefly about tax and that was it. So nothing to help you financially yeah. apart Every, from everything else was tax. Everything else was self-learn or learn it from somewhere, somewhere else. Like a podcast like this. Oh, there we go. Oh, thanks. So what you're saying is because you're quite knowledgeable now in the in the area, 
did you learn that through self-education, like reading articles and books or just, you know, figuring out yourself over Google? Or was it when you got into this role, you kind of understood a bit more? Well, as you get to a certain age, you you want to learn to, to make a future and make money. So you you are above, never, you know, below and, and to be struggling. And I feel like a lot of people aren't struggling because they're living at home, but once they leave, yeah. they have to find some way. And I'm glad that I was able to be aware of that when I was younger, but I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was going That's to the Some people aren't aware and they, they do the whole, let's have fun first and then settle down once it's in the late twenties. Yeah, party in the twenties. But I feel like people need to be aware that like, if you want to live, you know, in an expensive city like Sydney, I mean, everywhere's getting expensive now, but you need to you need to be able to self-educate and be alert with your money, your finances, and that the old way of saving, saving, saving can't happen. It doesn't work. And why doesn't it work? What's your take on that? Because yes, having savings is great, but I feel like when you're saving, it's more just a backup. I feel like money sits- Deferred spending, kicking the tin down the road. Mm. Exactly. You're saving for a holiday, not saving. Exactly. So or just saving so then you don't um, have, you got the funds for when, you, when yeah, your car breaks down. Fast. So do you like yeah. invest your money or what's your, um, what's I, your difference to saving? Like what do you do with the money that you make? I want to get into investing, haven't yet. Mm. Um, I guess I, I am doing the proper saving to be able to have the funds to actually- To invest. To invest. But I also have this mentality of, just keep saving, just keep saving. It'll get you somewhere, but it won't because it's just sitting there. You're not actually making anything when you could invest or put it in a saving that can have interest and create more money. Okay, cool. So you're, you're probably a good example for a lot of our listeners who are at the start of their journey. They've ruled out some bad habits in their life. They're getting to the point where they're developing a positive savings habit and are looking for, okay, start investing. Where do I go and stuff like that? What are some common thoughts you have about where you would invest and what kind of creates that trajectory for you? There's so much to invest in right now and so many you can invest in and make profit. Um, there's all that NFT going on, crypto, um, you can invest in, in properties, it might take a long time, but you know, there is long-term success in that. Shares, it's just about being able to being like knowledgeable and aware exactly and do your research out, you know what's best for you so as yeah. a beginner what do you feel would be comfortable for you where are you thinking of going and why what's kind of pushing you i mean the cryptocurrency and the nft is becoming the new dollar so mm. over time it will have more value than it does now but if you know and research all the new stuff like we could have shared into afterpay when it started out and we could have made bank from it. Yeah. When things are being- Could have made bank. Exactly. But when you see something come up really much, like a lot, so after pay like was- a trend. Yeah, so after, after pay kept coming up, coming up on, you know, on the, on the boards and everything, you, you gotta know when there's big trends like that yeah. come through and be like, okay, maybe I need to research, see what I need to do. Is this something worth it? So now there's crypto and NFT is like coming big. You wanna make it now before it goes huge and for you can't, there's not like that, that much, much value. Yeah. yeah. Um, like investing in Amazon 20 years ago, for say. Exactly. Yeah. The problem with trends these days is, especially with cryptocurrency, a lot of people aren't 
very educated in the space because it is quite new and complex. So when they see a trend such as Dogecoin or something, they think it's going to pop off, but it's already hit its max price. Yeah. And they put 20 grand or whatever, and then all of a sudden they lose half of that in a day. But there is so many, there's so much options. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Yeah. So I feel like it's hard, but it's also easy to to try and make money. Yeah, easy if you do your research and like figure out what the next big thing is going to be. Yeah, and hard to know where to go when there's so many different options out there for you. What do you think would be your longer term strategy at this point in time? So, for example, you, you've saved, you've made some good habits, uh, you want to get into crypto, NFT, that kind of area. After you do that and achieve that and build up more savings over the next two, three, four years, what are your goals after that? What would you then keep investing in crypto, NFT? Would you go shares? Would you go property? What kind of... I want to invest in properties. Why? Because land anywhere is expensive and I know you could be in a lot of debt, but if you invest smart enough and and think of it as your asset, like it's it's better than the $500 in your bank. Yeah. But if you... if you Put it to work. Put, yeah, put it to work, put it into a... Um, with a goal in mind, you can end up realizing you've got more money, not in dollar signs, but in properties and different things. The big thing with youngsters is you need to research. A lot of the times you save and then you don't see it grow, so you give up and then spend, and then you're stuck in a vicious cycle where you're like, I need, to, I, need to, I need to make big money, but you're not really doing the right, not necessarily the right thing, but you're not, look, you're not looking at in outside the box. Because now it's not, it's not the 1950s where you save all your money and, and become rich. Yeah, and the government pays you a wage and you're all fine. Yeah, and then there's so many different ways of, if you have an investment properties, you can reduce your taxes. It doesn't mean you're going to be full of debt. There's always different way, shortcuts to reduce things and increase things. You just got to research and and just put your foot in the door. Grace, do you feel like there's any, <clears throat> any barriers out there stopping just regular people from getting into it? Like, yeah, sure, you're working in the finance industry, but do you think people who don't work in the industry and don't exactly have access to the knowledge you have, do you think that they could still achieve what you're seeking to do, what Oscar and I have done, ETC? Yeah, they can still do the things if they're not in finance. You don't need, you don't need to be in the finance industry to know what you're doing. You've, you've got Google on the touch of a, a fingertip. You've got multiple access to to, to group chats, groups, and all, you know, like discords and WhatsApp. Exactly. And that is so easy to access, um, which has all the help available for you. Um, and, and, and like gymming, you can start off with a PT, but there is another option of the self, self, um, education from YouTube, you know, researching, yeah, really um, analogy. way to say it. Yeah. So, so you can't, you can't think of finances as something, yeah, but you can't see it as a, a stressful thing. Like, Anything's achievable if you just open your mind up and think outside the box. And I feel like there's so much stereo- stereotype yeah. around money yeah. where it's like, you've got to do it this way, you've got to do it that way, and then you're done. And I feel like it's it's different now and you've got to, you've got to go with the new. Yeah, I believe there's a bad... St- like A lot of families don't talk about money. And I think it's like the number one um, reason for divorce, money problems. Can confirm. It's because no one actually talks about it. But I think the fact that you talk about at a young age, your friends, we do. A lot of people who we know talk about it is a very promising 
thing um, for the future growth of the country. So going back to your analogy, finance is like fitness. You know, you can get a PT or watch YouTube videos and start off and learn a bit and then self-educate. Would your advice then be maybe start off with self-education via YouTube or affordable financial advice from a uh, financial advisor and then kind of keep growing um, yourself through self-education and a mentor or? I mean, I would say financial advisors can be scary as well because they think more money put into it. Um, So you think financial advice may be unaffordable for some people? Yeah, I mean, I think of, I mean, I work in the industry, but if I was not in this industry, I wouldn't really consider finance, financial advice from somebody, but just because you think you got to make the funds to then give someone the money and you don't know if you can trust them, you know, you're you're putting your whole whole life savings exactly into this one person and you don't know. Um, I mean, you don't know anything of the future and you're putting it into someone and you get, you know, Mm, and I think a lot of financial planners are cheaper or more expensive than the others, but that's kind of where TikTok, funnily enough, with Finfluencers, they call them instead of influencers, is kind of the new, um, the new norm for younger people trying to get financial advice. Like some older people who actually have experience in the industry for like 40 years on TikTok, giving tips to all these individuals of what to do, get a loan, kind of what we're doing, but visually. So it's... Um, it's just extremely easy and accessible these days. I think it's which a great. Sick. I think it's a great idea, and I feel like that is more um, accessible, and people are more inclined to use financial advisors when they see results or advice given to them, where they go, you know, little snippets of it, and they go, oh, maybe yeah, I like can quick information that's yeah. easy to retain yeah. instead of like yeah. over three months. So you guys doing financial bible gives them advice, or not really advice, but tips, and you know. Just yeah. talk about the finance world can give security for some people to then be like, you know, these guys are great. Mm-hmm. And do you think going back to what you said with the trusting one person to manage all your funds, is that stemming from hoping they're educated? Does it stem from dodgy ones or the Royal Commission? Like what's kind of creating that thought in your mind? Like, do I trust them? Is it past behavior of financial advisors? Is it Wolf of Wall Street, the movie, like Belford? It's, it's a whole bunch of things. Um, like you said, Oscar. Thank you, Grace. Wait, what did, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's in my head. Yeah. It's in my head. What did you say? Wait, what did you say? That was really good. Oscar, I forgot what I was, anyways, let's just, let's just scratch that off. And do you also think maybe building that trust, um, through TikTok, like 30 second interactions daily or through Finance Bible, what we do with the podcast, long-term creates more trust um, for clients to eventually come on board or? Yeah, I feel like TikTok um, can get rid of some of the stereotypes that's around it, where people think they're like, you know, old miserable bastards. Oh yeah. That just sit, just sit there <laughs> and talk, really about, talk about things that they themselves don't know anything about yeah or they that's what they think but i feel like having little bits and pieces of um information gi- given where they what it shows like they want to help people i feel like that can break the barrier of financial advice and saying like the same two three or one person every couple of days online like videos yeah i've done for the four whole, years yeah. you'll gain trust like for example i was back in the glory gym days lost a bit of size now unfortunately but 
I was man. I was watching this um, online PT for a few years. Signed up to his course at the very end because I trusted him. I knew what he was about. He had, you know, he had a big client base, and he was trustworthy. Like I said, so it's kind of like literally, like you said, Grace. Trust is a big thing. Yes, Grace. Just want to say, it's great having you on the podcast. You're our first guest for 2022, so I think that's a big achievement in itself. So Yeah, well done to you. Wow. Well done to you, Sunho. Hopefully we get you back on here in the next couple of months. Um, I feel like you'd align with a lot of our listeners. And I think, yeah, getting you back on once you've actually made your first you know, big investment move would be sick as well to, to kind of maybe, track your... Maybe next time when we get on this, I might have made some improvement in my own finance and exactly. we can talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah good. that'd be sick. All right. Track your journey along the way. Exactly. Guys, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Until next time, keep investing, keep budgeting, and keep listening. Chat out. Thanks, guys. Bye.